This is Bart Peterson, and you are listening to the FCPA Compliance Report on the Compliance Podcast Network. This is Dan DeMarco, and you are listening to the FCPA Compliance Report on the Compliance Podcast Network. The FCPA Compliance Report is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back again for another episode. And today I have with me Max Keating. Max is the CCO of a company called Cleos. He's going to tell us a little bit about. Uh, but more importantly, Max is in the esports business. And this is something that every compliance practitioner needs to have on the radar. We talked about it last week in the Everything Compliance podcast segment with uh, Jonathan Mark. So, Max, for that incredibly long winded introduction, first of all, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. I appreciate your time as well. Thank you. So could you tell us about your professional background? Certainly. Yeah. Well, uh, to begin, it, it, it's not necessarily super closely related to this Clio stuff. So I was actually a graduate student at Georgetown University, repping the, uh, the shirt right now, um, studying international security um, when, when the pandemic hit. And Everything sort of closed down. My initial co-founder and I were, were seeing on social media all these celebrities playing video games and, and a massive uptick in the gaming and esports industries. And so we, we felt that there was something here. Um, and so we, we sort of pivoted. Both took the years off from our respective um, graduate programs and, and set out to build Cleos Live. Um, so that's, that's sort of it. I, I, am not a, an esports um, professional, uh, though I've, I've, I've really come to appreciate and understand this industry and, and am still learning as uh, on a daily basis. Um, but, but there you have it. That, that's sort of my professional background is more in the international politics realm and, and just have dip, dove in headfirst into gaming and esports. Episode's going to go up on a podcast, appropriately a call, enough called Innovation and Compliance. And although the word compliance is in the title, it's really about innovation. So I talk to a lot of innovators, and they, they're usually in two categories. One is they just have an aha moment, kind of like Einstein, uh, but that very rarely happens. But what does happen is what you just described. You and your co-founder, and I'm going to throw me in, the three of us would look at the same thing. And you would see opportunity and you look at something in a completely different way and you say, you know, there's an opportunity here. And so I really see a lot of innovation from, from people doing that. You have a different, different vision, a different outlook, a different something that allows you to, to really see an, a business opportunity or, or perhaps even a need. So would that sort of be a fair assessment of what I heard you guys describe? Yeah, that's really spot on. You know, that, so to go into a little more in depth, we were we were watching on social media as athletes, celebrities, influencers, guys like Isaiah Thomas. I'm a Boston guy. Isaiah Thomas was a big uh, athlete hero of ours. Juju Smith-Schuster of the Pittsburgh Steelers and, and others. Um, you know, they, they tweet out, "I'm going to be playing video games for the next couple of hours. This is my gamer tag. Um, spam me with invites, and I'll pick one at random to play with." and and these guys are just getting inundated. And I mean, inundated in the responses to their tweets or Instagram posts or whatever um, to, with fans like, oh, pick me. This will be awesome. Let's play. So it clued us in that there was something here. Um, obviously, demand on both the celebrity and fan side of the dynamic to connect over this 
burgeoning domain of video games and esports. Um, yet it was not optimized, right? There was no way to seamlessly uh, connect. There was no way to ensure that the the fan who was the biggest fan or wanted the game the most was able to to purchase it at a at a market price. There was no charitable component, which notably I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about later. Um, and there was no like brand growth or, or creative produced for the talent themselves. So we set out to build Clio's. We feel that we've, you know, we're, we're very proud of the product we've built. We're still iterating and improving, but we're very proud of, of how we've been able to check all those boxes that um, were not necessarily part of just like getting a gamer tag on Twitter and playing offline. Is this uh, almost a natural outgrowth of fandom and fandoms wanting to interact with sports heroes or others? You know, I think that's a fair characterization, right? Like during this, this pandemic, um, there's obviously been limited in, in person interaction between celebrity and fan. There's no autograph signings or, or press conferences or anything like that. So connecting on, online and, and virtually um, is a very natural shift, especially, you know, in a culture and a society where, where fame and our heroes are so important to us. Um, pivoting to make that more accessible through online short sessions where you can have this two-way interaction where you're actually chatting over the headset with a celebrity as you play the video games that, that both of you love. I do think it's a very natural pivot uh, and outgrowth from from fame and, and celebrity in general. Well, that really leads me to describe, uh, could you describe the Cleos model, what you guys created, how someone would use it, uh, yeah. and talk to me as if I don't know anything mm-hmm. about it? Absolutely. So, Cleos is, is at its base level a scheduling and payment processing platform. So these celebrities, um, they have their own login, their own portal of the app, and they can post events. So a guy like Mario Chalmers, who's, who's playing tomorrow, he can say, I'll be playing Call of Duty Warzone with a number of fans, and uh, this is my price, this is the date and time in the console I'm playing on, and boom, it gets posted and is out there for his fans to browse and purchase. And so you can you can follow Mario or, or other celebrities, talent as we call them, on the platform. And you can, um, you know, w- when they post one of these games, you'll be notified that they did so. And, and so then you can come and decide if, if it works for your schedule, if you're trying to hop in their game. Now, the, the celebrity themselves, once they posted it, say it's a $100 session, whatever it is, uh, they take 75% of that. We take the rest, which goes to covering operating and server costs, our cut, and then also uh, we donate, importantly, importantly a, uh, a, a piece to charity out of every game. So why is that that social part, that social justice part, that charitable donation part, was it so important that you actually founded the company? Is That seems to be one of the founding principles. It is. Um, you know, this was something that was developed in the midst of a, an, an international pandemic. Um, when athletes and celebrities were sort of at the forefront of um, sort of a lot of these efforts to, to support communities and families that are that are hurt by this. Also, last summer, um, when we were doing the brunt of the development on the app was, again, when celebrities were, were very vocal um, in, in sort of social justice um, campaigns surrounding the, the death of George Floyd and and the Black Lives Matter protests, a lot of celebrities were very vocal leaders of that. And we felt that, that the the power of celebrity to 
promote social change is, is immense. And we wanted that to be something that, that was integral to Cleos. And the name Cleos actually is, it's an ancient Greek term. It's, it's actually pronounced Cleos, but um, it, it's sort of like notoriety that becomes a Greek hero when they do good deeds. So we feel that these modern day heroes, athletes, celebrities, influencers, by taking the time to connect with their fans um, and, and, and also give back to charity by raising money for, for, for our charity partners, they would likewise be deservant of Cleos. So what I thought I heard you say was not only was the charitable component important to you and your co-founder, but it's also important to your audience, your consumers. Would that be a fair assessment? Um, I think that's, I think that's very fair. You know, we, we've definitely noticed that on the celebrity side that, uh, you know, I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, a Patriots player who he was like, you know, I'm super interested, interested in this. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm home I'm playing video games anyway. I want to connect with fans, but I'll probably just donate all of it to charity, you know? So that, that's a big part of it for a lot of these guys and gals who are playing video games. They're, many of them want the secondary passive income stream and, and no doubt it is that is a, a fundamental benefit for them. But at the same time, many of them just want to take time to connect with fans, raise some money for some awesome causes, and and give back uh, in that way. And then I think also the, the the users, the fans, you know, that the purchase is a little more justified when a, a portion of it is going to support these these organizations. Where could someone who if someone was interested in finding out more about the Cleos platform? Or what you guys have created, where could they go? First and foremost, I'd say download the app and poke around. You can search for it on the App Store. Uh, it's Cleos Live, K-L-E-O-S-L-I-V-E. And then there's also some FAQs and some general information on our website at www.cleos.live. So uh, looking down the road, do you have you guys uh, developed any kind of new ideas next step? Or are you going to take this to market, beta test it, and, and uh, go from there? We have so many ways that we're looking to to iterate and um, improve upon the platform. A, a big portion of that would be mobile gaming. Uh, we have some some discussions with mobile developers uh, in the coming weeks to to see if there's interest in in build, building out a mobile product because there's quicker sessions. You can play you know a five minute game as opposed to a, a twenty minute game, which um, might price out more more people. Whereas playing for five minutes, the celebrities can do more of those back to back. So we're looking to expand to mobile. We're looking to um, incorporate some some PvP type different uh, fan versus fan with so all sorts of stuff is on the horizon. But I'd say that for the for the short term future, we're definitely working on just making our base model as seamless as possible and getting that down. Uh, Max, first of all, congratulations on coming up uh, with the idea and then implementing the idea. Um, I'm a big process guy, and it sounds like you guys have been able to uh, put a tech solution around a a process that was very cumbersome uh, before really streamlining that and making the user experience, both for the athlete and the consuming public, uh, much more seamless. That's the goal. I I appreciate the, uh, the positive words of encouragement. Well, um, as you guys grow, uh, perhaps I could uh, ask you to come back uh, or when you have some new developments and we can visit on this issue again. I'd love that. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of the FCPA Compliance Report, a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. 
We have a great new show on the Compliance Podcast Network called Mo Forecast, which is a podcast of the law firm of Morrison and Forrester, hosted by James Kukios. Check that out on the Compliance Podcast Network. Also, in the month of April on The Compliance Live, I'm featuring Jonathan Kellerman, partner at Stone Turn, a fascinating career in healthcare compliance, culminating in the CCO chair at Allergan before he moved over to Stone Turn. So check out The Compliance Live on the Compliance Podcast Network. I hope you'll join me again next week for another episode of the award-winning FCPA Compliance Report. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.